Hey everyone, welcome back to the PFF Betting Podcast. We are here. I'm your host, Kendall Valenzuela. Joined with me, as always, PFF Senior Data Scientist Ben Brown. I am super excited, Ben, for this podcast. We've got a jam-packed one today. We're going through combine prop bets because, of course, I mean, why not? There's something to bet on right now. So, And we're answering some mailbag questions that you guys sent in last week. So let's get into it. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code PFF at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ben, we're not, I feel like we're the only two, like we're, we're some of the only few people from PFF not at the Combine. Having a little bit of FOMO. I don't know about you. I, I mean, yeah, I know. I felt, I felt, I probably felt like I had more mm. FOMO uh, not going to True. the Super Bowl than the Combine. Seems like similar, you know, it's a similar, similar people. So uh, I know I, I converse with a few people that are not going, I didn't go to either kind of like us. So it is what it is, right? I mean, I have a little bit of FOMO missing out on these events, but we'll Ooh. see what happens. I still need to get to Vegas when they have the Super Bowl here in two years. If that doesn't happen, yeah. then I'm, then I'm going to throw my fit, I think, at that time. So just I'm just setting it up, waiting for that moment, I think, is is my long-term if you don't If you don't make it to the Vegas trip, I don't know, right. you know, what, what are, are we doing, doing here? here? I mean, <laughs> that's, that, was, that, that is going to be my own personal question. What am I doing here? So that, uh, yeah. you You and Eric together for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas seems a little bit it's, dangerous. It's a match made in heaven. It's a match oh made in God. heaven, I would say. Heaven or hell, I don't know what would you believe in me. It'll be, uh, it'll be fun, awesome. like I... nothing else, I would say. So I got I got to get the call up for at least that one. I'm in so cuz everyone's in Cincinnati and I'm in I'm in LA right now, right? So it's like it's very nice because Cincinnati and then you're back in, you know, somewhere where it's nice and warm and stuff. But Ben, I have never and you live in Minnesota. So like you're kind of with me on this. I have never sat in traffic like I have in my life here. One time we were like just a few nights ago we were like let's go to dinner and I'm like, "Oh, okay." 45 minute drive right. it's not worth right. it it is i love but i love the weather here but i don't know when it's not like 15 minutes close in cincinnati we walk everywhere it's it's a lot i just it's have bad. to get yeah, used to I, it. I feel so bad but i'm like 45 minutes to get to dinner <laughs> no way right 
Right. It's it's really bad. That's one reason why I think LA is like my one of my least favorite oh, no. uh, cities in the United States. I know I might catch some flack for that, but yeah, the fact that it takes like so long to get to the LAX no. airport at like four o'clock in the morning, no matter what time it is, you know, eight lanes, eight line, eight lanes on the freeway, and they're all on stop at like four in the morning. I just can't, I can't make sense of it. I can't San do it. Nice. I love San Diego. LA it's different 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 setup I know so, so I just had to tell you that I, I was so. gonna I was gonna message you I'm like I'm sitting in traffic at, to go to dinner for 45 <laughs> tweet me tweet me tweet, tweet me right. all right well let's get into this pod thank you guys for listening to my rant there but let's get into this podcast so we tweeted out you tweeted out um, that we were gonna have a little mailbag and we got a couple responses there so thank you everyone um, that sent in questions we're gonna get to a couple of them but the first one I want to start with is from Randy Mitch and he sent this to me actually on Instagram but his question was best early long shot futures bets for next NFL season. So we haven't really had a podcast that has touched on this yet. We will in the future. That's a, you know, tease for the next few weeks. But what do you have something that you're kind of looking at? I know you in the futures market, you approach it a little differently than just saying like, oh, here's a great Super Bowl bet. Here's a great MVP bet. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. I do think there are some teams that have value right now. Okay. Uh, I know Eric Eager, Eager's touched on a couple of those already in various tweets and articles and those sorts of things. But I do think if you're looking at more of a long shot type setup, a la you know, Cincinnati Bengals mm-hmm. uh, in this, in, heading into this 2021 season, you definitely have to look for either that rookie quarterback that you think is going to make a pretty drastic leap in year two, or you have to look for you know a team that is potentially going to land you know a top three type quarterback. And it just seems like you know the the options that we once thought were probably going to move some less and less likely to actually move on any given day so mm-hmm. i don't think there's a ton of value in the long shot market i know uh people have talked about the jaguars i do think that is probably the one that makes uh some sense with doug peterson uh, as the head coach obviously trevor to, Lawrence, to win the afc is, south to win the afc okay. south i think you know it's like you know trevor lawrence is obviously showing you know, generational quarterback type qualities, mm-hmm. type traits, those sorts of things. So I think he makes a pretty dramatic leap in year two if they, you know, end up swapping out DJ Chark for maybe a slight upgrade at the wide receiver position. I think their offense could be uh, pretty dynamic with Travis Etienne in the fold. So mm-hmm. I know that's going to be a trendy one here already. Their numbers already moved a little bit, but I think it just makes a little bit too much sense to uh, at least not sprinkle a little bit on if you are hoping to get one of those future, you know, long shot opportunities. So I like the Jags overall. Oh, I think there's got to be a team in the NFC. A trendy pick in the Jaguars. Yeah, I, think, I know. I think the, and I think you got to look for the NFC for value. So yeah. I think, you know, every year I basically back the PFF Falcons. Maybe they're, no. you know, another spot in a really <laughs> bad. bad NFC South division. But uh, that maybe be might be the only other one I can think of outside of, like, hoping and praying that uh, Russell Wilson gets traded to like the Philadelphia Stop. Eagles or New York Giants. So rude. Like we'll that. get we'll get to so, Russell. I know you're just so, doing that to like poke me and make me a little bit upset, but I do. The Jaguars are interesting, right? Because uh, just to win, we're not saying win the Super Bowl. We're not saying like Trevor Lawrence for MVP. Like we're not going to go that far. But the AFC South, right? Because like the Jaguars could have like a big. They have a big ceiling with where Trevor Lawrence is, right? And so like the prospects of this team can go really far. The AFC South is like one of the weaker divisions. You would agree with me on that one, right? I mean, well, I mean, I think it's, I it think is, it's the second. It's got to be. I think it's this. Yeah, there's, so there's actually price odds on 
division that's going to win the Super Bowl. I think it's either the lowest or the second yeah. lowest is the AFC South. So, so I mean, uh, you got the Tennessee, you got the Tennessee Titans, right? And they're relying on Derrick Henry, um, Ryan, you know, Ryan Tannehill. Like, there's question marks there, right? So I think that this team like has a ceiling that Lawrence, and depending on what you were just saying about like how they're going to draft and like what their cap space has, they do have that ability to be that sneaky good team at least to maybe sniff to win the AFC South and I do agree with you on that one I think that one isn't so much trendy but it is more realistic if you kind of like peel back the layers there it's really just if 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 they do things correctly which we haven't seen them do in the past so we do get the hesitant like why you're hesitant there Right, exactly. So I'm looking this up now. So it is the NFC South uh, as okay. the the highest odds to win the Super Bowl, to have, to have the winner of the Super Bowl uh, come from that particular division, then it's the okay. AFC South. So uh, I think those two, I think that's clear that those two are by far the worst divisions the NFL had in 2022. So maybe that's the spot where you look for uh, quite a bit of value, I would say, at least in betting the division odds, because Anything can happen with nobody, you know, being all that good from either one of those divisions. Do you so hate, I like taking my long shots there. Do you hate the question of who's going to be the next Bengal, like Bengals team with air quotes? I mean, it's just is that yeah, it's is just it not a, yeah. It's just like not. It just doesn't happen every year, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the main thing. It's like everyone's chasing now uh, the quarterback that is going to change teams, and you know, the rookie quarterback that's going to make a drastic step. And you know, those two things don't necessarily happen. Uh, year in and year out, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they kind of have happened last year, and then to a lesser extent, the quarterback switching teams has happened the last two years, but still think really small sample size, a lot of things worked uh, incredibly well from the Bengals and the Rams' uh, perspectives to get there, so uh, I'm not trying to, I guess, you know, capture lightning in a bottle twice or something like that, so I think there's just value on other options uh, and probably trying to fade some of that noise. So I know you like, and I know Eric also likes, you know, like the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC North. I think that one also makes a lot of perspective, not necessarily from a long shot bet, but uh, on just like a straight value bet Mm because I do think that they're going to have the pieces in place to win the AFC North. Well, and they're at plus 175. That was as we are recording this on whatever day, whatever day is, all the days are together. Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, I think. There's no football day, I know that. (laughs) Exactly. We know what day it is, and then that's Sunday during the NFL season. Season. But I do what plus 175. And I think the only thing that, um, you know, Eric had mentioned before was also you want to look at the Cleveland Browns there potentially, right? He's he's saying like, if you want to have something like with higher odds, you know, a bigger edge, they're plus 340, right? But like the Ravens, we saw what happened to them last season or, you know, in the previous season and everything that went wrong for them. And so yeah. like for them to come back, you think that they have a better chance. I think he said like, uh, the Browns haven't won the AFC North or division title since when? How long 89 ago? Eighty nine, I like think that. so. Yeah. So, but they've had they've had three different division winners in the past three years. So, I think if you're trying to put your money on something that is could could be attainable, if you think Lamar Jackson's going to come back, he's obviously going to have a better season than last year because last year was his worst season, I think, and right. since you know whenever. So, I do think that I'm with Eric on that one, where I did want to highlight plus one seventy five to win the AFC North. I think that's super doable for the Ravens. Right. If you're if you're not buying right. into the Bengals going like I think the Bengals are going to have a little bit and I love the Bengals we live you know I live in Cincinnati I'm not not trying to fade them whatsoever but I do think there's a little bit of a Super Bowl lull there that we always see like fatigue from making the Super Bowl the previous year I just don't think that it's going to be they're not going to be hot and heavy as they were you know last year right definitely and, and the way that they got to the Super Bowl may be a little bit unsustainable as yes. well so I think that just buys you know plays even more into the fact that they could uh, regress. 
And if the Ravens, you know, regress the opposite way, mm-hmm. given, you know, that the injury situation was like something, you know, that we haven't seen in, you know, a decent amount of time specifically for the Ravens in 2021. So I like I like that one quite a bit. I I, I don't know if I, I don't want to steal Eric's thunder on that one, but I think that was, you know, one of both of our ideas were originated with that Ravens. I'll give bet, you so. I'll give you both credit when, when credit. I say, yeah, Thank I'll you. be like, it was Thank Ben you. and Thank Eric. I did have I don't remember the name. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this and this was you were the person that sent this in. It was a couple weeks ago. But like not to bring back, we don't want to say that a team's gonna be the next Bengals team, but someone did want to get your opinion on the Pittsburgh. Steelers and what you maybe think I know I'm throwing you a little bit of a curveball here but like Pittsburgh the defense was rock solid right I mean you got TJ Watt um, tied the league sack record at 22 and a half and they have other good players I think the that you know they have notable holes one which in being a quarterback situation but you can't get worse than what they had in Ben Roethlisberger last year so what do you right. see what well, I, I guess the question that they had sent in a couple weeks ago was what's the upside you see and are you like laying anything on them or if, if you had any advice for them to like be betting them during the off season for anything yeah i know we talked about this last week i do think this would probably be uh if we had locked in one specific bet from last week's podcast i do think it would be the pittsburgh steelers drafting a rookie quarterback and that's they, right at least as far as like a landing spot for a team that would be i think in a really good spot if they drafted the right rookie quarterback i think it's the pittsburgh steelers like you said i I, I have a hard time, you know, seeing anybody that they're going to play at that position being like a downgrade from Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, the roster around them was good enough to at least make the playoffs. So I think if they land a guy like Malik Willis, uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be really intrigued. Uh, much more intrigued than I've been in, you know, and in, into buying into the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in the past couple of seasons. So I think if they land a guy like Malik Willis or Sam Howell uh, as a rookie quarterback potential starter uh, I think I think buying into them then is probably definitely going to be a spot that I'm getting interested in I would say so I'd like them to draft a rookie quarterback I think Malik Willis was like plus 1000 that's mm-hmm. probably how I'm playing the Steelers right now but uh, if they do end up going that route uh, I think that's a team that I think should probably get more trendy than what people are going to give them credit for here uh, after the NFL draft. There we go. I had to I had to get you on that one. I'll, I'll use that as a quote graphic later for the social team too. I'll just say I'll say the the, the Steelers are the new Cincinnati Bengals. Per there we go. That will get the people going. Exactly. That'll get your mentions so. lit up. So another question, and the last one we'll hit on before we get to the combine props uh, from our mailbag was from J- Josh Zachless, and he's he's one of my friends, and I know. He sent this in. He wasn't joking, though. That's the thing. He sent it in because he's a big... He, he wants Russell Wilson, right? He wants Russell Wilson, and he's an Eagles fan. So we two and do. two go together. So his question was, being funny, but, you know, we can you, we can talk about this because you said you actually really did like this situation. He said, when Russell Wilson gets traded to the Eagles, should I use my winnings to get a Wilson Yankees jersey or a Wilson's Eagles jersey? Again, funny question, but we have talked about, like, the quarterback landing spots and where are some places that you can put your money there. So what do you think? I mean, Russell Wilson... I don't think he's going anywhere, but you know, there's right. always other places that you think things could happen. Right, exactly. I don't I you know, obviously the odds on favor to return in Seattle makes a ton of sense for him to do that. But if he's gonna go anywhere, I think it's gonna be Philadelphia. Uh, I think given the draft capital that they have, young roster, they could potentially, you know, flip Jalen Hurts in that particular deal. And I do think that Seattle would maybe look that at that, not necessarily as uh, a complete drop off or one for one trade, but it could be something where they could actually be excited about a guy like Jalen Hurts on a rookie deal taking up, you know, less than 1% of the salary cap mm-hmm. uh, at the quarterback position, given, you know, the 
paying out 17% or so to Russell Wilson. So from a team building perspective, I think it makes a lot of sense for him to land in Philadelphia. I think it helps both franchises get better uh, and potentially have, you know, the capabilities to get to the Super Bowl over, you know, the lifespan of where they'd actually be given those two contracts and what they are going to be at currently. So I like that one quite a bit. If I'm betting any quarterback change uh, this offseason, I do think Russell Wilson to the Philadelphia Eagles would be by far uh, the best option for both my betting perspective and, you know, the NFL outlook. So I'm rolling with it. Eagles jersey, lock it in. Stop. So. He's not, he's not, the thing is, he's not going anywhere. I know you two are just like trying to get, he's not going, like a trade for Russell Wilson, sure, whatever. It would sure. require a package of draft picks in return, you know, whatever you said, Jalen Hurts, whatever it comes down to. But like, it's known. He is not, go he, he's, uh, he's said before, like, I'm in Seattle for right now. Right. That's yeah. what he said today, even or yesterday. It's just it's it, we know that that is coming to an end. And it's not going to happen. But like he's returning off that finger injury. Um, he was he's going to he's going to he has a clean bill of health. He's going to be great in Seattle. It's, it's just it's going to be a I great don't... year. It's do you think Seattle tell me about Seattle then? Do you think Seattle could win their division? No. Next no. year? No. That, that's why that's why I think that's why I think he should be traded, okay. right? Because I mean, uh, given the current state, given the fact they don't have a ton of draft picks, because you know, uh, you, for a number of reasons, basically, I do think that it makes sense for them okay. to potentially do a little bit of a rebuild, especially if you can have a Jalen Hurts at quarterback, yeah. get him into you know believing that he is their guy. Then uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. And then in three years, they can definitely challenge for what should be uh, maybe a relatively weak NFC West division again if yeah. you know the Rams finally you know have to kind of eat you know they've, they've extended the guys they've done so many things to potentially win the super bowl mm -hmm. in 2021 that they're going to have you know a really far fall from grace here in a couple seasons i do think that makes the nfc west pretty wide open as, as long as trey lance isn't like a legitimate top three type quarterback in that mike in that kyle shanahan type offense mm -hmm. so uh given that i think you know the long-term play for the Seahawks makes a much makes a lot more sense to me. Win it in three years uh, and be the you know the team that could potentially rattle off multiple division titles. Uh, given the NFC West state, I think makes a lot of sense from my perspective. So, what is your take on this? Now we're just getting like derailed a little bit, but that's why I love it. Kyler Murray. What's what's all? I mean, like we already talked about the drama and the stuff like that's gone on, and now they're like, oh, we love him, you know. He's obviously going to stick around, but like, where do you think that ends up? Like, do you think Austin said on tailgate the other day that he doesn't think a deal gets done before the season? Right. And I think, but that's and that's ultimately what K one like. That's obviously what Kyler Murray wants right. and what you know what he's looking after exactly. for. And I think he wants, and I don't think it makes a ton of sense from Arizona's perspective, unless you think that mm -hmm. they can maybe get him at a little bit of a discount before some of these other you know you know uh, you know fifth year options and those sorts of things and the extensions actually hit the other quarterbacks uh, in the you know similar age range as to what he's going to be at so mm -hmm. maybe you know waiting isn't a bad option but i think they still have questions about if he's actually the long-term solution at quarterback so i think he's gonna have to play this year without getting that extension maybe he's going to be unhappy but i guess that'll Ooh. just speak more to you know the cardinals being right and question whether he is the long-term solution than anything else yeah so. did you see brad has his contract projections mm -hmm. brad spielberg or Spielberger. Spielberg. I was like Spielberg. Spielberger has his contract projections at six years, two hundred and seventy-five million. Yeah. I don't question Brad on no, any contract no. perspective. He's, he's one hundred percent right. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. A lot so. of money. Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. I'm the more I'm reading into it, I'm with you and I'm with Austin. Like, I don't know how that gets done before the season. 
I just, I don't know, but we'll be that we'll be interested in that. So that was our mailbag. We're going to keep doing that with you guys. I think that was a ton of fun to see like what you guys are questioning and everything like that. But let's get in to the meat of this podcast. It's we're, we're not at the combine, but that doesn't mean we still can't bet it. So we're going to go right. through our favorite combine bets. You have, you put so many of these things. There's so many bets that you can do. There's so many. And I'm scrolling through, I'm scrolling through everything right now. So I want to, I want to get your top maybe two or three or what you're kind of looking at. I know Austin Gale um, from PFF had sent in some things, tweeted some things that he liked too, and he's our, you know, college guru kind of thing. But what are a couple that you're looking for this week that you kind of like? Yeah, so position of the fastest player to run the 40-yard dash time. I think uh, Calvin Austin, the third Memphis wide receiver, is definitely going to be the fastest running player uh, at the Combine. So you can get the wide receiver position at plus 175. Uh, Cornerback is a a decent favorite right now, minus 110 price on cornerback. But uh, I know people talked about Derek Stingley Jr. potentially uh, being an option. He's actually not participating in the Combine. This number hasn't uh, adjusted to that specific information or news hitting the, you know, hitting over in the last 24 hours. So outside of him, it's kind of, you know, like Tariq mm-hmm. Woolen, who Doug Kaya did uh, a great article on talking about his top max speed at the senior bowl. He's a guy that can definitely fly, but at six foot three, 200 plus pounds, uh, I just don't think he's going to be able to uh, outshine a guy like Kelvin Austin, who's basically built for speed, built for the 40 yard dash track, superstar, all these other things. Mm-hmm. So plus 175 price, uh, give me Kelvin Austin third. Give me the wide receiver position like to it. be the fastest uh, forty-yard dash time. I think it's I think it's a lock. Definitely my favorite combine bet. Locking it in for the, you know the max amount, which isn't very much given uh, these markets, but uh, it, that's okay. It still, it still is enough to. A win's a win. Right, what about right. what's another what's another one that Austin said he liked? He liked he liked NFL combine highest vertical jump over, over forty-three. I'm half. going with you. I'm over forty-three and a half. Right there, like because the, he likes he likes Trent McDuff, or McDuffie, right? So he did it last year, basically. I think Daxton Hill's the guy that's yeah, probably going to do it. He did, he did 43.6 inch. Uh, he did a 43.6 inch vertical jump coming okay. out of high school in 2018. Uh, I got the inside information from Dave Safaro, who is oh. you know who has the, the the go blue connections, and he said it is uh, not necessarily a complete lock, but it's he's going to go over 43.5 uh, inches. So at minus 130, I think at betonline.ag it's minus 175 already. So lock that one in. I think that is definitely my second favorite combine player prop for sure. I like so. I like that one. I've also heard a lot about. Uh, God, see, this is where we're gonna get into it. But Daxton Hall, I okay. believe is his name. I've heard really good, like, ath- like I don't Daxton know. Daxton Hill, remember. Daxton Hill, Hill, yeah, the Hill. safety Thank from you. Michigan. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Thank that's you. the one that Safaro said is a complete lock to go over. For oh, sure. he did so say do, that. Okay, yeah. I've, I think maybe I heard that from Solf. He's probably just going around telling everyone about the, <laughs> about the. I did hear though that like his like his pure raw athleticism is just going to be off the charts this week. So I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that one for sure for that highest vertical over 43 and a half. Where yeah. are you finding these DraftKings? So there's no, so a lot of these books basically no. are offshore is like the only spot that has like legitimate combine props right now for the most think, part. So both I think DraftKings, I think DraftKings had a couple. They did maybe? have a couple. Okay. A couple, okay. But, um, uh, but not, not a lot. Not as much as we need. Right. So yeah. Do you have <laughs> any other, do you have so any other Austin ones that you also like? said that he really liked, uh, over 40 reps on the 
bench press. So I think Leo Chanel, okay. there's a video of him doing 40 reps already. Obviously, there's some offensive and defensive linemen. Uh, you know, Jordan Davis, who's like, mm-hmm. you know, a man among boys still. He could easily put up, you know, over 40 bench press options. Daniel Falali, a massive offensive tackle from Minnesota. He could easily do it as well. So I think over 40 bench press reps, we could see multiple guys do that. So I like the over on that one as well. And I do think I'm taking okay. – I'm think I'm – Taking the under on basically every speed type uh, option for that to actually be. So I don't think anybody's oh, going to okay. run like a. I don't think anyone's going to run like a four point two nine forty or anything like that. I don't think anybody's going to run. Uh, what is it like? Um, like a ten point seven one six mm-hmm. yard shuttle. So I'm going slower on all of those. I do think it's probably the correct option. We're not going to see a lot of blazing speed outside of Kelvin Austin uh, at the combine, from my perspective. So. I like it. I've been also reading. Maybe it's from AG. Maybe it's from Solf. Again, it's just those two just feeding us all these information. Right. And then there's and then there's Eric that's down there that'll just give us all the insider information. Longest right. broad jump or broad jump will be higher. I think it's set at. 11, five, 11 feet, five, five, in, yep. feet five inches. I think I've read that that one, people have been locking that in, that one in to go like over, to go higher, to go longer than that one. Um, just because they're saying like past data has shown that they're moving m- more towards players excelling at that event. Right. So I kind of like that one to go more than 11 feet, five inches, whatever, to go higher than. I like yeah. that one a lot that's, too. That one that's basically gone over like the last like two or yeah. three years, I want to say. So I do agree with you. I do think like there's an emphasis on uh players developing that skill set more so than what than what there was in years past because it does seem to matter a decent amount from mm-hmm. like uh an expectation of them actually being good in the nfl so uh i like that one to go over as well i do think like i do think for the most part jumping over running uh speed type things probably under or slower is definitely how I'm okay them, so i like it well there there you go that's all there that's all go. we needed to say this whole podcast right. could have just been running <laughs> running under jumping over right i like it i like Easy what about rich eisen's are you and i we got to talk about his 40 yard dash faster than i think it's so six, I, six so i know i'm like an out of touch millennial but do i like is, is he like is there like some like thing happening no, yeah, like, that's I, I saw it's like every yes. year yeah, I saw like yeah. yes. I guess I've like completely missed this, but yeah, I saw like what? odds right all the time, and I'm like, what is going on here with like? Yeah, that's the thing. That's like at the like, very. Um, it's like at the very end, you know? Yeah, I'm like apparently I'm not paid close enough attention to the combat. I think I was like I can't. I could be totally wrong on this, and you guys can just let me know if I am. But I think it like started in. I don't know. Someone, someone had, you know, challenged him to do it. And ever since he's just done it every year, gotcha. I believe that's what it is. I okay. believe that's what it is. So I'm yeah, sure you kind of have to I'm, get I into mean, it. it sounds, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I guess I got to look at his historical stats here a little bit, and then I'm going to have to give a, give a better synopsis. So I looked at that and I was like, there's no way I'm accurately handicapping how fast Rich Eisen can <laughs> run. And then I didn't even realize he'd ran it before. So I guess I gotta I gotta go back leave to the it, well a little bit. Go back to the drive board and figure leave it, it to out, so. leave it to Ben Brown to be like I gotta look at the uh, like historical stats on that. He does it in a suit, so you kind of gotta give him benefit Engage of the doubt. A, a shoe, suit and dress shoes, so right. it's well, not. I mean, he just like comes down from the you know from the booth and just does it. Well, we could get a pretty decent clustering algorithm on oh his you know, height, weight, and age, and I think we could have a pretty accurate indication of how I need you to perform, tweet so. at me when you have that cluster ready, and then we'll okay. tweet it as a graphic. I okay. just, I kind of I need that to happen now. I, I really do need that to happen. I love it. Any, any locks? Like, what, out of all the ones that you've said, what is the combine prop that you are absolutely like, this is what I'm doing, lock it in? So lock, lock of the week. week, lock of the week, I'm going the wide week. receiver, fastest 40-yard okay. dash time, Kelvin Oscar. 
last and the third. I know you've done it for me before. I need it one more time. Let's see it. Let's see a 4.30000 40-yard dash time. That's what I'm asking and hoping it. and praying for. Thank you. So. I love it. I'm going longest broad jump will be more than higher than 11 feet, 11.5. That's there it. That's the, Those are our two locks. So everyone, thank you for listening because that has given you your locks of the week for the combine. I'm super excited. Even though we're not there, it's okay. We'll, right. we'll make it, we'll make it we'll worth survive. our while. I know. We'll make it worth our while. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. We'll be back. We'll let you know when we're going to do another mailbag soon, but probably next week hitting that futures market too, tapping into some of those other questions that have been sent in. But thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week and good luck.